This is Sexy Funny Raw, where we chat all about the world of sex, from dating and relationships all the way to the adult industry itself. I'm Sylvia Sage, and this is my perspective, answering all the questions you weren't even brave enough to ask Google. Get ready, because Sexy Funny Raw starts now. Hey, 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 welcome back to Sexy Funny Raw. I am your host, Sylvia Sage. Joined in studio with me, of course, is my co-host, Dr. Eddie, giving us his public health perspective. Thank you, Dr. Eddie. And you guys, in studio, we have a brand new guest for this month. I have adult film star, Lexi Smith, in studio with us. Lexi, say hello to the people. You guys, Lexi is... New to the industry, relatively new to the industry. Yes. Uh, And we met briefly at a Brazzers party, which uh, kudos to you because I've been in the industry nine years and that's my first Brazzers party. So the fact that you walked into a Brazzers party fresh out of the gate is already wildly impressive. And I do follow your Instagram and it is also wildly impressive so um you have really made a splash in the industry you everyone is taking notice of you so how what brought you to the adult industry first off so um essentially i started out dancing that was how it all started. Stripping, ballet. Stripping. Okay. Oh, ballet. I did ballet and tap dance. Okay. I was on Broadway doing ballet. That's, That's right. right. That was my adult industry in a full leotard, no nudity. No, I was definitely stripping dancing. Okay, great, good. But um, so I had recently gotten divorced, and essentially I got into dancing for monetary reasons. I had just gotten divorced. I went from a two-income household mm. to a single mother with kids to provide for and needed extra money, whatever, and I started dancing. And then I started doing OnlyFans, which was great. It was a great, you know, now, is second this form of- during pandemic? When What yeah, year is so, this? Okay. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. So during the pandemic, when the strip clubs closed, that was shortly after yeah. I started, all my friends were doing OnlyFans. So I was like, why don't I? Now at that point, when I was dancing, I knew a few girls that did some porn videos, like just threw them on Pornhub. Yeah. And I was like, dude, good for you. But I don't have the balls to ever do that. Like, just no, I'm not doing it. I can't. Like, what if my dad sees? Like, right. I was so scared. I was right. like, I can't do it. So I never did it. And then I never did it for a short period of time. And then I did it. So then. COVID happened, everybody was using OnlyFans as their form of income. So when you say you did it, you posted to Pornhub? That's what you did? Oh, you did the OnlyFans? No, I just never did porn because I didn't even know Pornhub. I mean, I didn't know OnlyFans existed. But my friends I worked with, like I said, a few strippers posted on Pornhub and I was like, y'all are crazy. What if your dad sees? What if your gram gram sees? I don't know who was going to see it, but I'm not doing it. And then COVID happened and everyone was like, no, just do OnlyFans and just you can just post pictures. So I started with like just to posting pictures and then I was just posting videos and I was just like it's easy. I want to say downhill. It was an uphill it's an uphill. Climb. It was an uphill climb from there. It's so, like more like an uphill slide. You know, yeah, it's not necessarily like a climb. Up. It's an it's a it's fun lubed. slide. It's lubed. You slide. Yeah, up. You it's slide a well lubed slide. Well lubed slide. It yeah. was great. <laughs> so I'm doing this well lubed slide yeah. and. You know, I'm collabing with people. I'm having so much fun. And it was way more fun than I anticipated it being. Of course it because is. Because prior to doing any of that, I was just 
I just had this like fear factor about it. It was just of like, sex or of porn. Of porn, solely because I was scared of Who's anyone see? I know seeing it. Yeah. So it wasn't porn in and of itself. Mm. Like I had I had dated guys and we make homemade porn. We okay. Get off to it, that's no problem. Yeah. But once it's online, it's like, dude. Like, yeah. What if? my second cousin sees and they tell the whole world and they will they yeah. will oh no it's already yeah happened. it's fine yeah <laughs> i was like that will happen just absolutely to be very clear my yeah. entire family knows what i do okay now. good but yeah. at the time i did i was just so scared and it's like i think an aspect to it all was like not just being scared people would see but yeah. scared that people might judge me and think less of me yeah for doing it which is something I've come to terms with, but to start out, I was like, oh my gosh, people mm -hmm. are gonna judge, people are gonna think X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. And they are going to think no, those things. Are. That is, go I mean, it's a fear because it's going to happen. No, it's it not even like an unrational does. thought, you know? No, like it, it happened. Yeah. Do you feel like you lost some friends or family because of it? Oh, a thousand percent. However, at the same time, I... I developed a better sense of self in a sense mm -hmm. because I realized like I could look inside myself and say, why am I doing this? You know, how do I feel about this? And let's say my cousin, my aunt, my neighbor, let's say these people think think of me as X, some like trashy piece of shit horror that like has issues. Let's say they think of me that way. Yeah. How does that affect my life? Like, are yeah. they me? Are they paying my bills? Yeah. Are they waking up every morning and taking care of my kids? Like, what are they doing? Why does that affect me? And it's going to affect them more than it's going right. to affect you at the end of the day. At yeah. the end of the day, it does. And primarily, I thought it would affect me because I was scared of the judgment. I was yeah. scared of... That scarlet feeling. letter. I was scared, yes. scared of feeling that way. But then, after a little, you know, self-evaluation, I was just like, you know what? Am I gonna allow their opinion of me to be my opinion of me? Or right. am I just gonna be like, hey, I know why I'm doing this. Yeah. I don't think it's tragic. Uh, like, am I gonna be strong enough to say, I don't give a crap what you guys say. This is how I feel. And yeah. like, if you look down on me, cool. Look down on me, go about your life because yeah. I'm gonna go about my life too. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting though because I feel like that's, you can have that conversation really with anything in life. You know, we yeah. just happen to choose this path of sex, but it can really be said for so many different professions. Honestly, I mean, you look at even. I mean, it's kind of expected for like a Indian culture or a Chinese culture that they grow up and become like doctors, you know, and they're yeah. heaven forbid that their son or daughter become a comedian instead of, a, you know, a doctor or lawyer. They're also yeah. having to say those things of like, fuck it, I'm just going to have to be me for a minute, you right. know, like it's not just sex work. Like we all kind of have to say that at some point, like this is me and this is what I'm going to do. But sex work is just that extra that extra little scarlet letter. That's what I like to it call it. It's is. Is that, that red A that somebody likes to paint on you and like other you, you know? Yes. But I love that you obviously stuck up for yourself and were like, let's just do it. So how did your like parents deal? So to be honest. Always such an interesting question because it goes differently so for everybody. Up, yeah. So. It is different for everybody. I grew up like in a strict Roman Catholic household. Oh, like, wow. My mom was super strict. Like, 
a lot of strict rules, like going to church. Do you have a lot of siblings? I am one of six. So oh, I that's a lot. Six. Yeah. It's quite yeah. a bit. So I oh, grew up. Only child over here can't even imagine. <laughs> I was one of six. And like I grew up just in a strict household. Just yeah. my mom was just strict. And so, like I said, I started dancing after getting divorced. It was for monetary reasons to begin with. And I was dating a guy who wound up calling my mom so he knew i danced we were dating blah 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 we got into a fight and he called my mom and was to like, like rat you out just so you know mm. your daughter's a stripper i feel like that happens to a lot of yeah. people that way so he yeah. was like she's a stripper blah, blah blah then he hangs up and he calls my sister and he's like your sister's a stripper blah 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 <laughs> so like everybody's getting the call and at this point i'm like oh my god i'm gonna go i'm gonna like oh my god i'm gonna lose everybody yeah. that's it i'm done for and um so i'm really close i have five siblings and there's one sibling I'm super close to. So I found out he called my mom and two of my sisters. So I take it upon myself to call my youngest sister who I'm closest with. This was like within two days of him calling people and I knew like everyone was gonna find out. So I yeah. called her and I was like, I was like, Livy. She was like, what? I was like, I have a confession. She was like, okay. I was like, you promise not to judge me. And she was like, yeah. And I was like, I, I'm a meth head. Yeah, <laughs> you're like give the worst case scenario and back it so down with goes, something not as bad. She goes, she goes, oh my god. <sighs> she was like, she was like, I'm sorry. Like, I love you regardless. I don't want you to go through that. And like, this is like 30 seconds of her talking. I was like, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm just a stripper. But I was like, I just wanted to like give you an example of something that could be worse because like people think stripping <laughs> is so bad but like I'm not hurting anybody like yeah. meth heads are hurting themselves I'm not hurting myself stripping no right. one's getting hurt and she was like she was like wow she was like I actually took that really lightly after that analogy <laughs> <laughs> see so you she was just like blow. I'm glad you're a stripper yeah. you know you gotta go like you know yeah. be like yeah I'm really awful just kidding I'm a little awful you know one of those my, so I did that. My dad kind of did that to me once when I was, uh, I wanted to get my boobs done when I was in my late 20s and I like went to my dad. And by the way, I was 26 when I got my boobs done. I just tell you what my family thinks of me. And, so uh, a few months ago. Yeah. yeah right. Like two months ago. And I right, went right. to my dad and I was like, dad, I need to tell you something. And he looked at me and he did what you did. He goes, are you pregnant? And I was like, no, I'm not pregnant. I just want to get my boobs done. He was like, oh, thank God. He was like, okay, that I can handle. I was like, but at 26, you're like, oh, thank God she's not a mom. Like, I, like, you're I'm like, yeah, I was like, geez. Ready, Dad. Yeah, I was like, but I would prefer boobs over a child. So, yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have I a love my kids, but... fabulous set. Were those before or? Oh, my God. These are so after. They're after? So after these came I with. I breastfed three kids. There's no way. Oh. Oh I did. my so god! Like this yeah. After breastfeeding three oh. kids. Oh, sorry. Is there no? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Cut. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if we can like blur. No nudity. We can blur that. It's yeah, okay. That. We'll figure sorry. a way to sorry. do it. No, but those are very impressive. I yeah. yeah. And so they came with because there's financial gain, obviously, that comes in with getting your own OnlyFans. So nice. you welcome a whole new world of you know possibilities oh, if you will possibilities if you will Positivity. Yes. <laughs> so what what would you say is like the most valuable lesson you've learned since getting into adult I would say the most positive lesson I learned is to 
always take a step back and try to understand people. Mm. And what I mean by that is that even as a stripper, I was like, I would never do porn. I'd never put myself on the internet, blah, 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 starting out. Mm -hmm. And then I started doing OnlyFans. Now I'm doing mainstream porn. And I'm meeting all these people and there's like, there are some people that are like, do to do but then you meet some people that have depth to them and you're of course like, yeah you're like wow like we need to hear more from these people because people in the general public don't they really I, I don't think they understand the depth yeah to some of these people yeah i think they just assume oh you're just a sex worker you yeah. just don't care you don't care about anything you just open your legs for anything where yeah. it's like if you take a second to like understand these people, you'll be like, wow, yeah. like there's just so much to learn. And so it just changed my perspective of people in general because it doesn't have to be the sex industry. Yeah, You could be like, you know, a, a trash man, you could be a janitor, you could be anybody. No matter what your job is, it's like, I don't know, I just learned to like always strive to better understand people Yeah, regardless of profession or profession, sexual, or sexual yeah. preference or whatever yeah. that might be. It's like there's always more to a person that it's like so important to yeah. never underestimate. Dr. Eddie actually did um, a study um, of male sex workers. So I have a question for you then, Dr. Eddie. Before you even got into doing that study, did you have a different kind of like bias of what the industry was or like a different understanding of what you thought the industry was? I think my first study was really focused on street sex work mm -hmm. uh, in New Orleans. And so it was a world I had been around because you see it if you're out at bars and you're right. out dancing. Like you see these things kind of happening around you, and but yeah. not really understanding like the depth of it or or like what what is the driver for people going into specific things or yeah. why are you doing it at all? And so that was one of the drivers for doing the research in the first place. And it really opened up uh, a variety of different kind of avenues that I'd never even considered before. So that's interesting because I, when you say that it was just the sex workers, did you find that like, I think especially when people think of like on the street sex workers, you really think of desperation being the driving motive. Was that what you saw? I mean, in some cases, but yeah. like like most industries, there's a lot of variety. Of course, yeah, right. And so, Which some is exactly people, what you're saying, yeah. Some people go into it for curiosity, yeah, for excitement. Some people do it as a survival strategy. Mm -hmm. Some people do it as a step in a direction, right? So, like, you would go and you'd be a, like a dancer at the at the bar first, right. and then the next yeah. step would be street, and then the next yeah. step would be escort. Like, there's different steps, and yeah. so I found that everybody had really different reasons because. You could also have professionals, medical students, all of these mm. different kinds of backgrounds um, doing it for very, very different mm. reasons. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was the most interesting kind of outcome that I found. Yeah. Uh, but it really is a thread that I've followed in a variety of different research projects because yeah. most people, like Lexi was saying, are much more complex than we give them credit of course. for. Yeah. And so we like to put people in these little boxes. Oh, you're yeah. a street worker. Right. You're just doing this to survive. Right. You were abused. But that's not the case. And that's it's the same in the adult film industry yeah. where that certainly happens. And that is the case in some cases, but it's not the case for everyone. But we like society really likes simple boxes. Of course. So yeah. Sex worker. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. That's it. That's 
That's all, all you, you get are, to be. Right? Yeah. And yeah. so it becomes really difficult when there's people pushing back on that, where I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you could be a doctor and mm-hmm. also a sex worker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so, not that I'm implying I am. Well, but, right. right. But there uh, are. Listen, Dr. Of course, Eddie. Right. You <laughs> are a doctor. Yeah. Um, but, so all of those different kind of backgrounds, I yeah. think... Um, I, it's part of the human condition that we're more complex, mm-hmm. but we like those little boxes for people. Uh, and we also like to see things in dichotomies, right? You're yeah. either this or this. Yeah. You're either good or bad. Of course. And nothing is that simple, yeah. ever. And so it's like a, fa- a false dichotomy that we like to put people in these boxes. And it, it even happens within friendships where, yeah. you know, you are this type of person. This is all you do. You're always complaining or you're always this. And that's just not the reality for anybody about yeah. anything. But because of that exact stigma going with the adult industry, do you feel like that's impacted your like personal life? Do you feel like since you've got into the industry, like do you date? I should have asked that. Do you have a significant other or are you dating? And how does that I mean, like impact your personal? I've been in the industry a few years and I'll say this. It is so hard to date. It's like close to impossible. But do you oh think it's because of that? Do you think it's I think because it's because of, of the industry. Yeah. I think the industry aside, dating isn't an issue. I think yeah. the industry makes it very hard, very complex. But um, I wanted to touch on something that Dr. Yeah, Eddie go said as far as putting people in a box. I know that like as soon as, because you know, the cat wasn't out of the bag right away. So it was like some people yeah. found out I was stripping. Some people found out I did OnlyFans. Some people found out this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, everybody's assumption was just like, oh, you're just this broken individual. You have daddy issues. You you have no self-esteem when it's like, actually, in all actuality, like, I'm honest with everyone. Like, when I first got divorced, I went to therapy for a long time. And I'll tell you what, I don't don't have daddy issues. I don't have self-esteem issues. If somebody doesn't think highly of me, I'm okay with that. I'm like, okay, yeah. you you can have that opinion. That's totally fine. I think differently about myself. I just don't have, I guess I'd say, I don't have the issues that everybody like assumes and projects on me. Yeah. But they do that simply based on my job. Yeah. Simply, if I had any other job, they wouldn't assume that. Of course. But because yeah. I'm in the sex industry, it's like, you have daddy issues. You have self-esteem issues. You have no respect. It's like... Well, I would argue the exact opposite. You'd have to have huge (laughs) self-esteem to be able to get into the porn industry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm going to get butt naked and not have self-esteem. Like, what? Yeah. I'd be like... And do the most... No, like personal things onto right, a camera for the entire right. world to view yes. if I have self-esteem issues. You know? From every angle. Yeah, from, from every yeah. angle. And in 4D. <laughs> right. in 4D. Real close. 4D. Real close. There's no blur. Yeah. It's 4D. Yeah. I never knew what my butthole looked like till somebody sent it to me in an 8x10. It was like just my asshole. Like that. Yeah, they wanted like, me to oh, sign it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. I signed it and sent I it back. It? But yeah. I want one too. Yeah. <laughs> you how gotta, do I get your butthole I mean, I don't know how a lot of these people get the photos that they get and I'm send to me. They, I feel like they just I go on the internet your, and just yeah, like... Yeah, if you're watching a video, they're, if you're you watching it on Pause, your, frame it, yeah. Because yeah. I get a lot of random stuff. I'm like, where? I've never seen this photo before. Well, any film, like any video, it. you can stop yeah, it and take a picture of it. That's true. Right. So that was something getting into the industry that I didn't understand because <laughs> like, you know, I did OnlyFans for so long. It was like, you shoot a video, you do the little screenshots and you're like, wow, that's a great screenshot. I'm going to send this. But in mainstream, they don't do that. Mainstream, you do sex photos yeah. first. And you're like doing all the positions. And I'm yeah. just like, 
should I help you guys with time management? Because you could screenshot the video and save so much time. <laughs> yeah. But they don't do that. They're just like, no, do the positions. Let's do the photos. And I'm like, okay, daddy. They could like, also save on the photographer in general. Yeah. You could save time. You could save money. You could yeah. save on the photographer. But who am I? Who I am mean, I? time management on a porn set is, uh, it is like next to, it doesn't exist. It, yeah, I was gonna say like it is is really not even there at all because when I do when I when Sheree and I did we just shot uh, two scenes in one day. Each scene took us less than an hour. We were in and out in that house in three hours. Two scenes, two scenes. Yeah, and it's like right. I would have been there for sixteen hours had that been for yeah. a company. Like it just right. makes no sense. It like does not. get in. Film it. Get out. Just what are do we it. doing? Yeah. What are we doing sitting around? Like, what are we? <laughs> this is crazy. We're moving lights from one place to another. Set them up. Put her on the camera. Right. But some go. of these directors have probably been thinking and fantasizing about this specific thing for a long time. Yeah. And so there's like, there's other people and power structures involved. Yeah. Right? So, and I like, I think some of these directors also think that they're fucking Martin Scorsese also. <laughs> you know? Like, I really think. And we appreciate yeah. their work. We do. Indeed. We do. We, we do. I do love it, but I, I mean, I don't work for companies that much anymore because of that. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm so much more efficient. I can have a photographer come over to my house and within three hours I've shot like two weeks worth of work. You know? Like, it's just... Crazy. I so prior to coming here, I spent an hour and a half. I shot. It was a threesome, so it was still <laughs> this morning. Shot. You had a threesome. Yes. Yes. So it was still shots of the girl. <laughs> it's Thursday. It is Thursday. It's Thursday. <laughs> but it wasn't for a production company. So oh, it was good locker. for you. Yeah. There were still shots of the. That's why girl, you made it on time? Yeah. Still shots of me, and then we did a girl, girl. Then we did a threesome. Then we did some sex shots. We, Love it. We did all these things in an hour and a half. Dude. That's an see? hour and a half, and that was like such a hot threesome. I'm gonna send it yeah. to you because can't wait. Be like, I'm gonna be like, yeah. This is who was it with? Um. Angel Young and Lucas Frost. I love Lucas. I don't I know who Angel Lucas. is, though. Angel, I love her. You'll is she new her? I don't know. Okay. Oh, I'm well, so you're so new so that you, it's hard to really know. Honest, yeah. guys. I'm new to the mainstream industry, and I don't really know anybody. Like I, I, I was the same the way. Bus, like, And people are like, but you do porn. And I'm like, but I don't watch it. I didn't, and I'm not against porn. Yeah. I just am the type of person, like, I get off every morning, every night, but I, like, I do it myself, and I don't need to watch anything. Mm. I think of things, and I just get off. I don't need to watch porn. That's a good Not imagination. Yeah. Not against it. Yeah. I just simply... Don't need it. I just don't need it, so I'm just yeah. like, you know, I I didn't love, know anybody when I yeah. got into porn. I watched a lot of porn. Like, I would masturbate watching porn, but I didn't know names of people. It was so crazy to yeah. me when, like, getting into porn, and people get so into it, and they, like, know everything about you, and I'm like, wow, this is kind of crazy. I didn't know anything about porn people before so even, other, even the browsers know? party I had so many people I knew like message me and they're like you met Sylvia and I'm like oh yeah. oh that's so sweet and I'm like no offense to you I just genuinely don't, don't know it. people it's not, yeah it's not that you're not amazing yeah. I just don't watch it right. um, no and I actually I said this to a lot of people you and Cherie were like the sweetest because I didn't know anybody and I kind of just like met you guys and, yeah like, tagged you I was we're like, like you can go with us puppy. I was the lost puppy that was like I'm following these two and I literally just followed them the rest of the night and they were so sweet they could have been like 
girl, who are you? Get away. No, God, like, yeah. He knows Shree. He knows no. that would never happen. We're also like the moms of every you party. You were both so. like so sweet and inviting, and I just kind of like hung out awkwardly <laughs> with you guys, and you're like, it's fine, it's fine. I was like, I love it. <laughs> but now it all worked out, see? Yeah. And now we got you here, now and here. you really are like, I feel like you are one of like the biggest like up-and-comers oh happening. No, really. Like, how do you think that you got such a big like like, okay, so you, we didn't actually talk about it, how you went from OnlyFans into the industry. Like, how'd you make such a big pop into actual adult films? So I was coming out to L.A. to do OnlyFans collabs. And then I actually, I worked with Van Wilde, and oh, I was like, love I love him. Yeah, same Van same. is the sweetest guy ever. Oh, my gosh. He's great. I literally love him. And a great penis. A great penis. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Such a good penis. But Van, I hope you're watching penis. this. Van, I hope you're watching. You have a really great penis. No, he knows because every time I come to LA, I'm like, Van, what are you doing? Van, what are you doing? He's always busy. He's like, I have a shoot that day. I have a shoot that day. Because like, our guys cancel, work every cancel day. Cancel your shoot. Come see me. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm our kidding. guys are so busy. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, I was talking to him and I was like, I just want to do like one browser scene just to be like, I shot for browsers. Yeah. And he was like talking about you know, he works for OC Modeling, blah, blah, blah. So then after I left, I reached out to OC Modeling. So I live in Massachusetts and I didn't know what that looks like because yeah. obviously most porn is in LA. So I reached out and I was like, hey, like I live in Massachusetts. I don't mind flying out to LA to shoot. I just, I can't live there. And um, she was just like, no, that's fine. Like we'll book you shoots when you're out. It's yeah. not a problem. And you can stay living there. And I was like, yes, Aww, I can do it. So yeah. I was like so excited because I wanted to do it. Yeah. My only hesitation was I was like, can't kids, not. I yeah. Can't just like be like, hey, kids, uh, we're, we're moving everything. Porn. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I get that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. And so you're happy. You feel good doing it. You yes. get to be here part time, basically, because yes. you get to go home and be mom. And then you get to come here and be fabulous porn star. So fabulous porn star. I love it. Yeah. I love it because. <laughs> I can do my mainstream shoots, and then after my mainstream shoots, I can do my OnlyFans shoots. So I can kind of come here and like bang everything out. And Liter then go quite home. literally bang literally. everything out. Literally, yeah. I can bang everything out. Yeah. And then go home, and it's just like, I don't have to worry about making content. I'm yeah. like, I'm good. I already have it. Oh, you're not even there. doing content at home. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I can get it all done here. Oh, and then go that's home perfect. And like, that's a great separation of work and life. I don't even right. have that. I'm like, that is impressive. I love it. I love it so much. It's great. So we've said all positives. What do you think has been the biggest challenge so far? Um, I mean, a challenge for me personally. Yeah. I've always like been with my kids 24-7, so I think flying out to L.A., I've definitely done content trips. Like, I've gone to Hito in Jamaica. I've gone to, like, just different Mexico, like different mm -hmm. content trips where we're shooting content, you know, elsewhere. It's always been for me, like, let's say the trip is like six, seven days. I'll go for two days and I always fly back because I'm just like, I have kids. I got to get home to my kids. Yeah. Time management. And now that I'm doing mainstream, I definitely travel a little longer. And that's been mm. hard for mm. both me and my kids. That's the only downfall is yeah. it's like, you know, if I lived in L.A., it would be cool because I would be able to go to my shoots and come home and be like, hey, guys, mom's home. But, yeah. like, I can't do that. So that's the only downfall. And it's actually, it's not too bad. It's really, it's a tiny complaint, like a very tiny, minuscule complaint because at the end of the day, it's still an amazing thing that I'm able to, you know, 
provide for them of the course. way I do and physically be there for them the way I do. So yeah. it's like, it's a tiny complaint. It's not yeah. a big deal. Are you finding that you had more success with the OnlyFans by itself or now that you're an adult, you find that it really like upped your OnlyFans? I would say doing mainstream made a huge impact on yeah. my OnlyFans. Huge. Yeah. Like very big. Yeah, just just getting your name out there. Just more getting than my anything. name out. Yeah. Like, and that was that was an aspect to me doing mainstream was like, oh, I bet this will help my OnlyFans. And then I started doing it, and I instantly saw like a huge correlation between me. The more mainstream videos I did, and the more I was making on OnlyFans, it definitely helps a lot. I wonder, did you notice a drop after quarantine? Because I know during quarantine, yes. we had like huge numbers. For, there was like, huge numbers, definitely. Yeah. But do you think it dropped for you? Yeah. So actually, to be honest, um, I saw a drop after quarantine ended. And I went back to the club because I wasn't dancing. So mm. I saw a drop in numbers. I went back to the club and I kind of stopped doing OnlyFans because yeah. it was like this weird drop. We that, all like, hit it. We all hit it. We all yeah, hit the drop. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, like we'll see what happens. Yeah. And so I was dancing and doing OnlyFans, and then I noticed like OnlyFans just wasn't even halfway what it was. So I was just like, whatever it is, what it is. And then with dancing, it's like you leave with cash. It's really hard to like. Mm -hmm. And I've said this to other people. It's hard to like focus on OnlyFans when you can go to a club for a few hours and of course. leave with like yeah crazy walk cash away with cash like, that day hand. yeah. yeah. Even OnlyFans is only paid once a week, yeah. which is great, but you know, yeah. you're still like, you know, once a week. But so I think the big takeaway from this is obviously like post pandemic, a lot of people came into OnlyFans. A lot of people came into sex work. Not a lot of them overcame and went into um, adult. But I always say, you know, it's like a paid advertisement for us mm -hmm. to go into it. Yes. So it's a, a, a big step um, for you and I really appreciate it um, and I'm sure all of your followers will as well and hopefully you'll gain a lot more from this and trust me it is very worth the follow uh, <laughs> uh, I know you will be incredibly happy if you do go and follow her page so Lexi tell the people where they can find you so my Instagram is New England underscore chick and my spicy link is onlyfans.com slash XOXO Lexi. Beautiful. We love it. All right. Thank you, Dr. Eddie, for all of your uh, beautiful advice, although not too much public health advice going into this episode, but still <laughs> right. knowledge nonetheless. <laughs> all right, guys. Until next time. Adios.